Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ward's New Barkeep. I'm Dane. I'm Luke. And oh boy, has it been a day for me. Yep, yep. It's cold all around here. It is cold. It has... I've had a string of bad luck today. I am really looking forward to this because today it's been cold as hell. We're taking some hot drinks today. Yeah, we haven't had a hot drink since the hot toddy, I don't think. Yeah, something like that. It has been a long while since we've had a actual hot drink here. So let's get to our first one. Mm-hmm. And our first one is a hot buttered rum. How do you make one of those, Dane? To make your own hot buttered rum, you'll need brown sugar, hot water, dark rum, and tablespoon of butter. And if you want, you can even put some nutmeg on there, like we did. Yep, I'm kind of scared of this, truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> if you see in the Instagram, follow us at Nerds in the Kitchen, it almost looks... It looks like it's a little lemon floating on top. Yeah, I was about to say something a heck of a lot worse. <laughs> Let's just go with mine then. Three, two, one. Ooh. That, that rum is a little too strong, but that, that ain't bad. Oh, God, that rum. Ooh, that is a kick. If I remember correctly, the recipe didn't actually ask us to stir everything together, just the sugar and the... Yeah, the recipe that we used, it only asked for the sugar and the water to be stirred together. So all of it's sitting on the top. Like I said, it's not bad. I mean, yeah, the butter does help in coating. The only problem is, like, it's fat. It's straight up fat. So the fat is really accentuating the the flavor of the rum. Actually, once you get down a layer a little bit more, it's not bad. I bet. I'm going to have to try and get down that far, so... Ooh, that butter actually, that butter's actually kind of nice. Oh, boy. You actually would have stirred the rum in? Oh, yeah. There we go. That's yeah. a lot better. So that first sip is like, whoo! That's just there to prep you for the rest of the drink. That first sip really feels like a horse kick. But, yeah, that's not the worst one we ever had, but I'm not going to be ordering this. Oh, heck no. It's like, if I got offered this, like, someone said, like, hey, we got an extra one of this. Down it for us. Sure. But it's like, hey, you gonna order one of these? No. Yeah, that rum, though, that's that's a problem. I'm gonna have to try and finish this. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. like I said, that rum is a problem. And for those of you wondering why he sounded far away for a second, he went and got coffee. If the rum was half the amount, what was so bad? Actually, the recipe also offered milk, which makes... For a richer version. But that, holy curdle. Yeah, that one's kind of nerve-wracking, especially since it's supposed to be hot. Because that means you could also potentially scald the milk, too. Anyway, what's our topic here, Dane? Well, our topic, I believe, if our research is correct, it is the anniversary of the release of the first Batman. On ABC. Let me double-check that. Yeah, it's the 50th anniversary, so that's 2010, 1990, 1970. So yeah, that's like the Adam West TV show, I think. Wow. So as such, we decided, well, Dane doesn't know a whole lot of Batman. Nope. 
Swearingo then said, his rogues gallery. Because everyone knows Batman's rogues gallery. I know a few of <laughs> Batman's rogues gallery. <laughs> like, this is not in any particular order. This isn't about in any particular shape or form. Are you going to live there, Dane? Oh, yeah. Just, oof. That one. That one, yeah, it, it hurts. Like, it needs a little something. It needs something to help, but... So let's get the biggest, baddest one out of the way first. Joker! Joker. Joker has been basically what the is the antithesis of Batman, but still being the same kind of thing. Batman is all about law, order, basically trying to say, I don't want to have another kid have the same experience I did. Joker's like, I just want to have fun. Fuck <laughs> everyone else. I mean, everyone knows Joker. He's kind of ubiquitous. He's had many different forms. He's had many different things. So I think we can kind of skip him because everyone basically knows him. Yeah, I will say, though, a little fun fact is that the theory... There is a theory that goes around, and I actually really like this one, that there's a contingency plan that Batman has in place. Because a lot of people say, like, oh, why doesn't he just take care of the Joker? It's like, well, one, he has a no-killing rule, because then it makes him no better. But if he ever does kill, if he ever decides to go rogue, his contingency plan is the Joker. Yeah, I can see that. I will say, where's Joker? Jared Leto. I have not seen that one, so I cannot comment on that. Suicide Squad, that's all you gotta know. Yeah, I know. I heard Suicide Squad was bad, I never saw it. Second Suicide Squad, awesome. First one, awful. Which is weird if you think about it. Usually it's the opposite. I know, right? But yeah, moving on. One of the ones, actually, we talked about this character not that long ago in our, uh, when we decided to do a death battle kind of thing. Oh, yeah, our tournament. Yeah, Clayface. Yeah, that's right, Clayface. Clayface is is actually kind of an interesting one because for all intents and purposes, before he turned into Clayface, he was just an average dude. Specifically, he was an actor kind of past his prime. And, yeah, he basically, at least this is the animated series. I'm not all caught up on Batman lore. At least according to the anime series, he got addicted to this one, I guess, chemical, you call it that? basically supposed to, it was like a face cream to make, get rid of wrinkles and whatnot. But he got to the point where he, he couldn't pay off debts, and they basically overloaded him, and he turned into Clayface. Oh boy, and now he could shapeshift into whatever freaking thing he wants. Also, another fun fact, apparently near the end of the New 52, or recently, I can't remember which, he actually is part of the bat family oh again because he's just an average dude yeah that makes sense i mean yeah having someone who can literally shape you know to what you need to be and also has like extra physical augmentation and whatnot that's not a bad thing to have on your side yeah speaking of addiction to chemicals there's also bane bane so bane is an interesting one because on the one hand he's kind of got an interesting lore but on the other hand he kind of doesn't i I guess it depends on what quote-unquote universe you're taking him from yeah because if you're going with the nolan verse yeah he's got a good backstory and it's really interesting if you're going with the actual comics it's kind of edgelordy in a sense i mean it used to be if i remember correctly it used to be especially in like i've played the arkham series yeah i have played all of the arkham series and it used to be that he was a super smart guy still is he still is super smart and the only reason he's not is because of venom Because Venom pretty much roids out the mind and makes you, well, a barbarian. Actually, he still is very, very intelligent, even with the Venom. Oh. Yeah, because he he speaks almost every language. He, I think he's actually like a chess master. Like, in the comics, he is freaking insanely intelligent. 
And if I remember correctly, he's also one of the first villains to actually find out Batman's true identity. I think. I Again, I'm not a huge into Batman lore, so... That's what I saw from, again, the Arkham series, is that mm-hmm. he was one of the first. So here's a fun one. The Riddler. Oh, yes. Riddle me this, Batman. So here's... This one we're kind of cheating, kind of not. So the Riddler, what? Is one of Batman's rogues? He is, I think in recent years... Got his he went to Green Arrow. I think he's gone back to Batman. I'm not sure. Yeah, because in again in the Arkham City games, he has he was a villain to Batman. But so here's the fun thing: there was a storyline that I read called Hush. It's very popular, very famous, and it's where you know how Riddler's always considered kind of like the second string, almost joke character. Oh yeah. So what happened was he was dying of, I think it was like brain cancer or something. So he went to a Lazarus pit. Oh. So the the funny thing about the Lazarus pit is it basically enhances everything about you, including your mental capabilities. And he found out what Batman's identity was. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, here's the best part, though. Batman has the best countermeasure. Basically, the only good riddle is one that no one knows, right? Oh, yeah. So if the Riddler was ever to expose him... It's no longer a riddle. Yeah, everyone knows it. So he, the Riddler, by compulsion, cannot tell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know who he is, but I can't say. Damn it! <laughs> kind of, sort of, yeah. My, oh, spoilers for Hush, by the way. That was kind of the ending. Oh. Whoopsie! Well, any comic fans out there, that was a big spoiler warning. It's a pretty old comic. It's fine. It's fine. It's before even Jason Todd got back to life. That's not a big spoiler. <laughs> the Red Hood's been around forever. Uh, yeah, that is true. He has been around for a very long time. But you know, watch it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get like. <laughs> you're gonna get like ten people going like, "I've never seen it before, <laughs> you asshole." <laughs> also, another one with a great backstory that we're kind of missing, Mister Freeze. Oh yes. Oh, please tell me we're not talking about the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> The Ice Age! <laughs> I think you all need to chill. <laughs> no, but so here's a weird thing. Mr. Freeze in comics didn't really have that good of a backstory until the animated series. And then the comics basically, it's like, oh wait, no, this is actually his backstory. Because it was so good. Yeah, the whole dead wife or cryogenically frozen. Yep, 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 yep. You got one, Dane? I've been kind of taking the show here. Oh, yeah, that's fine. There's another big one that we've been missing because this one you see kind of as an anti-hero, in a sense. Yeah. Considering she is part of the rogues gallery, but also kind of not Catwoman. That's also a complicated one, too. Yeah. Catwoman is, I do believe, that Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle should tie the knot. But the problem is, because of comic books... Everything has to be convoluted and complicated, and we can't let people be happy. Oh, of course. As long as Batman exists. (laughs) This is the annoying thing. The really annoying thing. There are other stories where people have gotten married, and there was no complications. Then there was the wedding of Batman and Catwoman, and Jesus H. Christ. (laughs) I was gonna say, I think that's something Nolanverse did well. Eh, It was alright. I mean, mean, like... It set it up. It set it up. I mean, at the spoilers, mm-hmm. at the very end, you see both Batman and Catwoman together. <laughs> I think Catwoman the movie did it best. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, sarcasm there. Ooh. Ooh. 
Yeah, because even uh, Halle Berry took the Razzie for that one. As we've said before, Halle Berry did nothing wrong. That was just a terrible script in general. Another one that we're forgetting that's also a big player, Two-Face, or Harvey Dent. Oh, yes. The former political runner. Yep. District attorney. And it was actually really another interesting as well, is because the, it's the dichotomy of following the law and enacting the law, if that makes sense. Basically, the, the written and the spirit. Because his crazy side is basically, well, compulsion, I have to do, blah, blah, I have to flip a coin, blah, blah, blah. But he follows that to a T, unless you get terrible writers. But the idea is he will always follow order no matter what, but still do injustice things. I, I kind of see that being the case. Like, in the eyes of, when he's doing something bad, in the eyes of Harvey Dent, he's doing something to help. While when it's Two-Face, yeah. it's just compulsion. Well, he still follows the coin every time. Every single time, and he won't make any real decisions without it. So this is also one that was kind of cool. I forget what it was. I think it was just the series was called Arkham. They actually brought up the idea of Harvey Dent instead of using a coin. They were, like, trying to get him away from that. So they started like, giving him, like, a s instead of doing, hey, you only have these two outcomes, they gave him, like, a uh, D6 and said, okay, we're going to need you to switch to this and use these as outcomes. And they got progressively more to the point where it was a deck of cards and Harvey was about ready to lose his mind because there were so many options to choose from, which I think was actually kind of a cool premise. Yeah, that actually does sound like a cool premise. How How far will that obsession and compulsion take you before you just full-on lose it? Oh, here's another one we're forgetting. There is the Penguin and literally every other gangster in Gotham. Yeah. Because they kind of are under the same swath. In a sense, because, yeah, Penguin's probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Well, he is basically a supervillain. Although, really, the only difference that separates him from literally every other gangster is the fact that he has tech and he has birds. He has a gimmick, basically. Tech and birds. I believe he also has an umbrella gun. Which is tech. Yeah. <laughs> He's also very, very ruthless. Yeah, so we've got time for one more. And I think one that we should address, like, I will say some runners-up are the Al Ghouls. Mm-hmm. Oh, both yeah. Talia and Rush And Raish. But I think the one that we should talk about, because I see it really as an underrated character, Scarecrow. Scarecrow is kind of a cool idea. At the end of the day, he's just a psychiatrist. Oh, another runner-up, Hugo Strange. Plus. Yes. And oh, and Harley. How do mm. we forget Harley? I have no idea how but we anyway. forgot Harley Quinn. But anyway, he's basically a psychiatrist that worked on fear and basically made the equivalent of a, fear, like a Joker toxin, but with fear. Except it's not nearly as deadly. No, it just makes people lose their minds as they see their fears everywhere. And it's an interesting idea. It's also kind of an interesting thing because he may as well be a part of the Sinestro Corps, let's be honest here. Oh, yeah, I think if he was able to become part of the Yellow Lanterns, he'd probably be one of the strongest. Actually, fun fact, when and in an event called, I think it was like Blackest Days or something, it was, you know how there's like different colored rings? Oh, yeah. And, well, there happens to be a black ring, which is the Ring of Death. Well, what happens is apparently there was there is a backup situation, so you can basically make deputy at spur of the moment and and worst case scenarios so there was other characters getting other powers like for instance the flash got a blue ring um wonder woman got a pink ring okay uh lex luther got the orange ring oh that fucking works yeah i know right and of course scarecrow 
got the yellow ring. And it makes perfect fucking sense. But I think with that, we should probably get to our break. Yep, that sounds good to me. We'll be right back after this message. And we're back. We're back. All right, it's time for our second drink. This one is actually, this one smells really good. It really does. I'm just hoping we didn't let it, we didn't let it sit too long, because otherwise we might be hurting. Oh, yeah, but it shouldn't be too bad, because mm-hmm. it's actually a variation of one we've done before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So today's second drink is a whiskey hot toddy. So, yeah, what do we need for a whiskey hot do- toddy here, Dane? <laughs> You screwed that up a little bit. The dotty, yes. <laughs> so to make your own whiskey hot toddy, kind of the same thing as if you're making a regular a regular hot toddy, you'll just need a lemon slice studded with three whole cloves. We used orange. Because we didn't have any lemons. <laughs> you'll need granulated or brown sugar, some grated or ground nutmeg, bourbon, boiling water, and a cinnamon stick. All right, let's try this. I'm actually very excited. Give me a Alright. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, wow. That bourbon kicks you in the teeth. Oh, that bourbon is strong, but that is still good. That orange really helps. It really does help cut through that alcohol. But yeah, that's actually pretty good. I might stay with a regular hot toddy, though. I really don't like, I really don't like wild turkey all that much. I don't know about you. Uh, I mean, I haven't really tried much else in terms of bourbon. Yeah, because a lot of bourbon is fucking expensive. We should probably get on to our topic. We've actually covered this topic before. I vaguely remember doing this. I don't remember what we said, though. I have no idea what we said either, but I just know we had to record multiple episodes that day, and I think that was... Our downfall. Our later one, so... So what we're talking about is... Crossovers we'd like to see. So we're going to do some obvious ones that... Some guidelines. Actually, the only real guideline is... No jumping in the same pool, i.e. no Marvel and Disney. It's like, yeah, typically you want people who don't typically interact. And mind you, obviously a lot of crossovers exist. Like, for instance, I didn't know if you knew this existed. Star Wars and Transformers. Actually, I did. Actually, sorry, Star Trek, not Star Wars. Or Ghostbusters and Transformers. That one I was unaware of. There's also, there's a bunch of them that are just if you can think about it that probably exists somewhere whether in comics or like a very old tv show yeah because in back then there was a lot less policies involved i got one at the top of my head mostly because i'm looking at it right now darkwing duck and inspector gadget that would be fun that really would be it'd be like the most the silliest crime fighting thing ever oh my god could you imagine if like dr claw and oh crap what was his name uh Negaduck actually started working together. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually... That'd be a very interesting storyline. That would be a very interesting story, to say the least. Because I could see the total shenanigans of Darkwing Duck kind of getting under Inspector Gadget's Or vice versa. Or vice versa. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a really interesting one to try to... Try to duke it out. And they're very different ways of doing something. Oh yeah, like you could... It wouldn't be that... Hard per se, because I think at some point Darkwing Duck has done dimension hopping. I'm not sure, actually. I know he's gone to hell. Yeah, that's a thing. I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dane. Well, speaking of inspiration you found on the wall, I'm looking at another one right now Mega Man and the Alien series. That one, I don't know how I feel about. 
I could see it because typically when we're when you're in the alien universe, it's kind of based in our own like very near future. Kinda. Because it's like they're able to get to other planets, but their tech isn't that much higher. So yeah, I would love to see an iteration where aliens try to invade a spaceship that is Mega Man level. So this is a question. Is this going to be a TV show or is it going to be a, a game? Because those two are very, very different. different. I mean, unless you take something like Alien Isolation, but I could kind of seeing it being something like Mega Man Legends. I mean, it's not that bad. It's dated, but it's not bad. Was that the one for the N64? No, the, uh, yeah, the N64. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But I could see that kind of style per se, because you can't really get an alien thing to work in a 2D platformer. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And even if you try to adapt it into a movie, while Mega Man has, mm-hmm. I typically hear a lot of the shows kind of don't hold. Nope. Mega Man TV show doesn't hold, and neither does Captain N. Alright, so I got one. This one I'm kind of stealing inspiration from, but not really. So this is one I might, I should probably say for horror, but I'm going to say it right now. Cthulhu and It. Oh, so the Eldritch Gods with Pennywise the Clown. Or just Stephen King novels in general. Yeah, we'll just say that the multiverses are basically merging. Yeah, because I think, I think most of Stephen King's works take place in the same universe. I think that's the... That's alternate, it's Ultimate Dimensions... But they are all connected via the same universe. Does that make sense? But yeah, that'd be an interesting one to do. Because if we went with that route, you'd have the Gunslinger. You would have it. You would have the Salem's Lot. You would have Cujo. You would you'd have a lot of his things that might be kind of interesting. You'd have Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Actually, I got another one before. I'm going to steal it from you. Okay. Borderlands and Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, what's this? (laughs) This looks so unnecessary. I love it. Kind of, sort of. Just imagine him as soon as he met, what's what's the unicorn's name? Uh, Yeah, the unicorn made out of diamonds. Butt Stallion? Yeah, Butt Stallion. (laughs) I kind of want to see that drawn. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) I could not see it. I could see it kind of being... Okay. One thing that I would be really scared of seeing is that one of the things is that they kind of have their own Deadpool in a sense, being Claptrap. Ugh. So have him in one here and Deadpool in the other. I think that Deadpool would basically shoot Claptrap in the face. Oh, absolutely, he would. He'd just go, hey, quiet. <laughs> kind of, sort of, yeah. Oh, God, did you make sure him, picture him and Tiny Tina together? <laughs> <laughs> like, this girl's got issues that I like. <laughs> you got one, Dane? So you might consider this one a cop-out answer. Yeah. But I still would like to see it because I could see it being hilarious in a sense. Star Wars and Doctor Who. Who would it be following in regards to Star Wars? And who which Doctor would you be using? Uh, yeah. So that'd be a good question. Because if you put him in the Clone Wars... Oh god, not Jar Jar. Oh yeah. Let's let's just avoid that whole thing entirely. Because mm-hmm. I don't see him wanting to get involved in that. Maybe it might depend because it's the the rising of the machines. Oh, that'd be an interesting premise. Bring out the uh Cybermen and Yeah, like the Cybermen. The 
the Cybermen, the Daleks, mm-hmm. bring them into the Clone Wars as well. Yeah, like, the Sith managed to get a hold of uh, the leader of the Daleks and the leader of the Cybermen and just... Or one or the other. Probably not both. That'd be a bit much. I could see it probably being the uh, the Cybermen. No, ma- oh god, it'd be basically the Cybermen and Boba Fett's put together. Good lord, that'd be terrifying. Just a wee bit. That would absolutely be terrifying. It's like, and if you try to put him in, like, the Galactic Civil War, and specifically, if you're trying to think of it, you'd probably have to go with either one of the newer Doctors. Or a very old. Or a very old one. Specifically, I think if you're trying to go for the Galactic Civil War, you would need it to be an older one. Probably Tom Baker. I could see it. You would need someone that's more punchy, for lack of a better term. And for... The Clone Wars, you could easily put in a newer Doctor there, and, well, I'm gonna assert, if you go with the one after that, I have mm-hmm. no idea what that saga's called, I'm just going to call it the... Brand new one. The brand new saga, I could see that being the latest Doctor. Or I could also see that being somewhere in between as well, between Tenet and, uh, God, what's his name? Long, Long Scarf. Yeah, Tom Baker. Yeah. Like, anyone between there, I could definitely see that working out. Yeah, I could definitely see it as well, but I still think if you're putting... New, if you're, new, you're going new, you may as well keep it new. Yeah, if you're going new, you might as well keep it new. Bring in the, I think it's 13th Doctor? I don't remember. I have not seen Doctor Who in a long while. Like, Matt Smith was the Doctor when the, I was last watched it. Oh, I just come to a realization for the, my next one. And that is? Pokemon and Mega Man. Mm. Mega Man just defeats all the Pokemon and gets their abilities. Again, he'd have to kind of destroy them for that. I could see it if it was oh. some of the Steel types. No, 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 no. Even better. Create it like that one, what was it, uh, black version? Where all the trainers die after you defeat them? Oh, boy. Ghost. Yeah, so basically you get all of the Pokemon's abilities as Mega Man, and you can switch between them. May give them different types. Yeah, more or less. It's like, if it's like certain Pokemon, you get like, oh, what's that? It's a uh, Machamp. You get strength. You can move boulders around. If it's a Pidgeot, you get fly. You can fly around. I could see it, but, well, in, I could see that working, but in terms of, like, actually seeing them mash together, I kind of struggle with that idea. Because you don't like the idea of your Pokemon dying? Not even really that. Because I don't see someone like Nintendo endorsing that in the slightest. That's fair. They only reference death of Pokemon once and then never again. Oh, you mean Gary's uh, Raticate? Just Pokemon Tower. Think about it. Generation 1, it was the Mm -hmm. Pokemon Graveyard. Generation 2, they switched that to a radio tower so fast. And Gary's Raticate is dead. That's the theory. It's not a theory. He has the Raticate before... You go to the tower. And now he doesn't. You motherfucking straight up killed it. (laughs) That is the running theory, but it has not been confirmed. One plus one equals two, Dane. We can follow the trails. We can follow the trails and it's heavily implicated, (laughs) but there is never been confirmation about it. But with that, I think we should probably end it there. Yeah, that's fair. So with that, I've been Dane. I've been Luke. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.